0: أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله تبارك وتعالى وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وضرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد قال الله عز وجل من في كتابه الكريم ما كنت تتلو من قبله من كتاب ولا تخطه بيمينك إذا لارتاب المبطلون بل هو آياتٌ بيّناتٌ في صدور الذين أُوتوا العلم وما يجحد بآياتنا إلا الظالمون. صلّى الله العظيم. إن uh, We will continue with our reading from the saviors of the Islamic spirit of Malan Sayyid uh, Abul Hasan Ali Nadwi. But إن uh, first before uh, before that we say inna lillahi wa inna ilihirajiun to Allah we belong and to Allah do we return uh, our sheikh and teacher and uh, benefactor mufti, uh, sa'id ahmed, um, uh, mufti said ahmed al mufti said ahmed balanpuri taala uh, the hadith of the darul um uh, the worthy uh, successor who sat on the mubarak Masnad of our kabir and taught the hadith of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to the students of knowledge. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took him away just, I guess, not really all that long ago. Uh, And, uh, you know, I think it's worthy that something be mentioned about him. It's difficult, especially uh, given the fact that uh, Hazrat Mawlana Allama Khalid Mahmood uh, just passed a couple of days ago, really not really all that long ago. And, uh, and now Mufti Palanpuri, uh, one of the great m- muhaqiqeen uh, in fiqh, the uh, disciple of Mufti Mahdi Hassan Shah Jahanpuri, anyone who reads his books uh, will be apprised of, uh, of his faqaha, and uh, um, mashallah, the student of many great mashayikh, mashallah. Uh, who uh, taught, sat on the Masnad uh, And taught the Sahih Bukhari, the Mishkatul Masabi The books of Hadith for so many decades And uh, just such a unique uh, individual uh, Not somebody who uh, attained uh, such a station amongst the ulama uh, Through uh, any dynastic ties You know, Not to say that, you know, fine if your father was famous And you're also, uh, you know, competent I have nothing against that but uh, you know he had no he had no dynastic ties he had no um, money behind him he had nothing except for uh, allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give him tawfiq to uh, just to understand and to learn and to teach and to work hard and to serve and uh, uh, he reached the maqam he did and we can honestly say that we have you know i can honestly say that i've not met uh, i have not met someone like him before uh, when we would ask him questions as students of knowledge he would indulge us and give us very uh, detailed uh, answers that synthesized uh, really uh, oceans of knowledge uh, that we wouldn't have been able to put together ourselves. Uh, he had great shafaqah uh, in visiting the uh, you know visiting the these lands uh, in his Ramadan in uh, visiting America, visiting uh, England. Uh, visiting uh, South Africa, visiting these places in his Sha'ban and his Ramadan, his break from Madrasa. He didn't come for fundraising. He never tried to get citizenship or stayed here. As far as I can tell, it was actually quite an annoyance for him to be here, uh, but he, uh, he tried to suppress that inside of himself. Um, he gave uh, attention to people, and uh, uh, these are people who are really like superstars. We read about like uh, MashaAllah, some of these people from the past These are those people who tens of thousands of people And hundreds of thousands of people Come to hear them speak uh, in their native lands And, uh, uh, you know, he, he came here Why? For the same reason that Many of our Kabir left their homes uh, So as to spread the deen of Islam I remember the first time I met him was uh, in Seattle uh, Not too long after I came back from Madrasah uh, He came and visited He had a student, uh, Mufti Ahmed Abdul Mujib was uh, Imam the Masjid Omar Farouk in Mount Lake Terrace and uh, uh, you know I remember he came in every Masjid he visited that year. It lit up and uh, literally I don't know if you know you can ask Molana Omer in in Seattle and you can ask the people who were there when he visited. Um, those masajids, literally like for a year uh, or so you could feel the barakah of his having come, even those imams and pious people who were doing uh, service there from before. Um, just the motivation and enthusiasm from his visit It lasted for so long And it left an impression And it changed the, the city for, uh, for the better And uh, he, was, he, was in, he was a very honest and hardworking person uh, He had mentioned that uh, he never had the chance To memorize the Qur'an as a child So after he graduated from Madrasah uh, uh, That's when he, he had memorized the Qur'an And he spoke uh, about the importance of the Qur'an Uh, wherever he went in great detail he was a man of principle i had the honor of translating his talks which was it's not a easy feat given the synthesis of a very old and archaic uh, style of urdu with uh, a wealth of uh, technical terminology and uh, uh, research topics that uh, oftentimes are uh, the purview of specialists and so, uh, mashallah, I got a chance to go with him where he went. Even here in Chicago, I've translated for him uh, before uh, in Salaam And uh, I found uh, every one of his talks just completely enlightening. And uh, in my private time with him, I found him to be a very loving person. And I found him to be a very uh, 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 kind person and one that when you tell your problems to him, he isn't callous. And he thinks about them And he gives you good advice And uh, this may be not everybody's experience with him Because many of the students of knowledge Were scared of him There are some people who have spent their life Being so hard on their own nafs That uh, it creates a type of ru'ab And a type of awe uh, that, 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 that they have That people uh, fear, fear fear him but uh, I, my, my experience with him was quite the opposite, that he was a very loving person. And, uh, you know, we wonder where are we going to find those people of knowledge uh, again? And if we even find them, uh, where are we going to find the ones that are willing to give from their time and give from themselves and, uh, you know, take the time to uh, explain things to you uh, like that? And so, uh, mashallah, I have my taqqiq of the Hujjatullah al baligha that he did. He was a very worthy successor and representative of the thought and the learning of Shawaliullah, as well as uh, a number of our Kabir mashayikh. And uh, he put a great deal of time and effort into those things, and they are our, uh, they are our uh, legacy left behind. Just like Hazrat Allah Masab, uh, Rahimahullah Ta'ala. ...was once asked about a good book of knowledge to read... ...and he said that I put together a book of knowledge... Uh, ...and if you want to read him, he's right here... ...and he pointed toward uh, our Sheikh Amin... Uh, ...Mufti Palanpuri was also an Ustad of Sheikh Amin... Uh, ...and uh, of Moana Aziz... Uh, ...that we have here in Chicago... ...and Mufti Rabbani uh, in, uh, in Detroit... ...and Mufti Riaz in Indiana... ...and uh, just, uh, you know, Mufti uh, Taha Karan in South Africa our young uh, Mulvi Shadman and Kamran from uh, from the Bay Area, uh, a number of people, just a very prolific teacher. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that uh, he forgive him his sins and he uh, make, uh, make him uh, immersed and drowned in his mercy and that he exalt his rank amongst his awliya and that he make his students worthy successors so that we can benefit from them as well and that he increase them in rank uh, and bring them up Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He, uh, you know, he says in his book in surah An-Kabut He uh, addresses the messenger of Allah Sallallahu alayhi wa by saying That uh, before this revelation You didn't used to re- recite any book Nor did you used to carry it around with you In your right hand side uh, In your right hand If you did the the people of falsehood It would have been a doubt for them that this person, you know, maybe he just made it up or got it from somewhere else. Rather, the signs of this book, the ayat of these, this book are ayatun bayyinat. They are clear and manifest signs that are carried inside the uh, inside the, the the hearts of those who are given knowledge. When my I love nobody will disbelieve in our, our signs except for the people of transgression, except for the the, the people of transgression, the people of oppression. And so when we see people like this, you know, Mufti Palanpuri, one of his students actually told me this, Mufti Abdul Mujib in in, in Seattle, he said his father was such a pious man that he gave him the wasiyah never to take pay for teaching this deen. But he said, if uh, you know, if you if you have to, if you're not able to get by, then go ahead and take your salary, but just write down how much you take. And that way if Allah Ta'ala gives you, uh, uh, you know, wealth at a later time in life You can just pay it back in sadaqah um, uh, uh, Because you, you took the money as a necessity at the time But you, you can give it back And that way you'll have the complete and undiluted reward uh, On the day of judgment And uh, being somebody who has taken this path uh, you know, We know that's not an easy thing to do And uh, it's something that I don't even suggest for most people But uh, uh, he did it uh, later on. He authored a number of books that sold quite well, masha'allah, because they're excellent books. And uh, uh, he took the proceeds of those sales, and uh, he paid back his his past salary that he took. These are manifest signs that are uh, there in the hearts of in the hearts of the people given knowledge. And uh, uh, you know, we don't know where we're going to get a replacement from that. We just ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make uh, those of his students and his colleagues that are left over uh, worthy representatives of this tradition and of this masnad uh, uh, upon which our akabir sat and taught the hadith of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa and the ulum of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa and so uh, we say inna wa inna raji'un. I guess, it, I mean This deen was carried on an ark And Allah saved it from the flood And it was carried down from the Mount Sinai And Allah ta'ala parted the ocean And drowned the army of Fir'aun for it And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave rizq uh, from the Ghayb to say that Maryam for, for it And for its imdad Allah Ta'ala raised Sayyidina Ilyas A.S. From his enemies uh, To preserve it Allah Ta'ala raised Sayyidina Isa A.S. Into Jannah Alive And will return him for its preservation Allah Ta'ala saved the Prophet وسلم, And Sayyidina Abu Bakr in the cave And he sent down the Angels And mowed the lawn with the mushrikeen at Badr for it and he gave victory to the companions عنهم, in every direction for it and he gave our forefathers victory over the crusaders and over the Mongols for it and uh, he preserved the haramain Sharifain and the Masjid al-Aqsa for it and every masjid and every madrasa and every khanqa is uh, it's a manifest sign uh, so may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preserve some of it in our hearts and in our deeds as well and uh, uh, give us some portion of it Rather than, you know Letting us be one of the cattle That just spends the rest of our lives Watching Netflix and YouTube videos Or God knows what So we uh, we continue We continue with our uh, Reading uh, from the book It's not good to It's not good to uh, miss the dar's for anything uh, Inshallah So we continue uh, um, Under the subheading Sayyid Abul Hassan Ali al-Nadwi subheading of the teaching and missionary activities of Shah Abdul Qadir Jailani uh, that uh, he mentions that he was gifted with divine grace and illumination. Shah Abdul was ever uh, conscious of the purification of the spirit and rectitude of morals yet he did not lose sight of the importance of teaching and disseminating the correct doctrines of faith. Being a follower of the Hanbali School of Sunni Theology, he endeavored, uh, like his mentor, to root out uh, bid'ah, heretical innovation and deviation from the Orthodox faith and practice. This is why you should all read uh, Aqidah and So Should I. Because sometimes we can uh, shout Shaykh Abdul Qadir uh, until we're blue in the face and we may actually be just propagating the tariqah of (sighs) shaitan. Being a follower of the Hanbali School of Sunni Theology, he endeavored, uh, like his mentor, to root out innovations and deviations from the Orthodox faith and practice. Because of his forceful defense of the strict Orthodoxy reports, uh, Ibn Sam'ani, the traditionalists, uh, and their followers uh, uh, came to be held in high esteem by the masses. Here it means that the people found a new respect for the Muhaddithun. Uh, the people who taught the hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu uh, Because of Sha'ab al Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raises his rank He used to take daily classes, uh, a class each of the Qur'an uh, It's tafsir of hadith and a fiqh In which he also explained the differences between the various juristic schools of Islam the classes were held in the morning and evening while Shah Abdul Qadir listened to the recitation of the Quran after midday prayers and thereafter dictated fata- Fatawa uh, uh, answers to religious questions on uh, legal, or, uh, uh, legal or ritual uh, questions referred to him. In formulating his answers, Shah Abdul Qadir generally followed the Shafi'i and the Hanbali schools of jurisprudence. His juristic opinions were highly praised by the uh, jurist scholars, the Fuqaha of Iraq, for these provided a striking example of the acuteness of his intellect. Uh, once uh, the question referred to him was that a man had taken an oath that he would perform a religious observance in a manner that nobody else in the whole world would be able to share the privilege with him if he failed to fulfill this undertaking this would mean a irrevocable separation between him and his wife and uh, just a side note don't swear weird oaths Uh, don't swear oaths uh, that if i don't do this then my wife is divorced just don't swear weird oaths in, in the first place just you know Mashallah uh, Sayyidina Imam Hanifa He uh, um, He had a jar that he would put uh, sadaqa of one dinar if he ever Swore an oath uh, in it Why? Because just don't do it Because sometimes your tongue will write a check that the backside can't cash This is Ramadan so I'm using some uh, s- Slightly mitigated vocabulary choices But uh, you know uh, If uh, if there's no money in the bank account And it, it, it bounces, it's not good So So uh, Mashallah, uh, 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 he swore this this oath, and now he goes to Muftisab in order to you know see how he can clean up the mess he made. The scholars were astounded by the strange oath taken by the man and could not suggest an observance which could be performed by him alone in the old whole world. Shabdo Qadir, however, replied that a man should be allowed to circumambulate alone seven times uh, uh, in Umrah everybody agreed that this was the only authorized religious observance which he could perform alone at that time in which nobody else could be engaged uh, at the time so you know they they did a favor for him in the Haram sharif so that he could uh, stay married to auntie. Uh, certitude of knowledge and this is allah subhanahu rewards abdul qadir this is a way that he you know helped this person's life to be good uh, while not uh, while not uh, immersing himself in the sin that he uh, he placed himself at the brink of. Certainty and knowledge. Profound knowledge of uh, uh, religious uh, history and meticulous observance of the traditions of the Prophet wasallam, aided by the grace of God had unveiled the mysteries of the celestial world to Shah al Qadir who had reached a stage where discrimination between truth and untruth, divine intuition uh, and uh, 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 demonic imposition is born in a man. He had acquired the certainty uh, of knowledge that the Sharia of the last Prophet وسلم, was perfect and unchangeable, and that any claim made contrary to the Divine Edict was simply a satanic suggestion. Shah Abdul Qadir himself relates an incident that he once came across. He said, Once I saw a dazzling light which filled the entire sky. Then a human frame appeared there and said, O oh Abdul Qadir, I am the Lord your God. I have made everything prohibited lawful to you. I replied, Get away from me, O devil! As soon as I uttered uttered these words, the luster of the sky turned into darkness, and the human frame began to fizzle out into smoke. Then I heard someone saying, Abdul Qadr, I had misled 70 Sufis with this device, but Allah saved you on account of your knowledge and piety. To this I rejoined, No, it was simply the grace of Allah. "Ajib," "Ajib," He said, Allah saved you because of your knowledge and piety. And to this he said, no, it was simply from the grace of Allah, from the fadl of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. After Shah al Qadir had related the incident, someone asked, how did you know that it was Satan? Uh, uh, he replied, since he told me uh, uh, that he had made uh, things prohibited lawful for me. Meaning what? It's all there in the sharia, you don't need to... Uh, you know, you don't need to shoot uh, lightning bolts out of your fingertips and like noor come out of your nostrils or whatever. He knew that that was wrong just from the simple knowledge of of the Sharia and it saved him. He stuck to it uh, in a time of fitna, in a moment of fitna and it saved him. He used to tell his disciples that if any action transgresses the commandments of God, then it is surely an imposition by Shaytan. In such cases, uh, in such cases, one should return to the tenets of the Sharia, inculcate an unflinching faith and firmly reject the temptations of self-indulgence for whatever is not permitted by the sharia is decidedly misleading trust in allah the unfailing and penetrating vision into the tawhid or unity of allah had conferred upon shablu qadr that sublime piety which produces an absolute resignation in the will of allah he explains the state of resignation with these words when a man finds himself in trouble the first endeavors to get rid of he first in, uh, endeavor is to get rid of it. If he fails, he seeks the help of others such as kings, officials, grandees, or the rich uh, or physicians in the case of an illness. When this effort also fails him, he turns to Allah with invocations and praises, and not on often with tears and lamentations. In other words, he does not look for the assistance of others so long as he can obtain the requisite help from his own self. Similarly, he does not implore God if he can get the help from God's creatures. And finally, uh, when he does not get any help from that source too, he surrenders completely to Allah Almighty. It is only at this stage that man seeks the help of Allah with prayers and invocations, lamentations and tears, but Allah does not accept his entreaties uh, till he gets uh, tired of these two. Then being completely dejected and broken hearted, he is permeated by an illumination of spirit which makes him indifferent to causes and effects. Now that he has a sublimated soul, unconscious of everything save the divine being, and aware of the true content of uh, Tawheed, of the divine unity, he now has a certitude of knowledge that save uh, Allah, nothing has any power to do or undo anything. To him belongs the power to move a thing or to keep it stationary, to promote or to debase, to benefit or harm, to give or to bring death, uh, to give life or to bring death, to give honor or indignity or to make affluent or indigent. A man is like a ball in the hands of a player or a child in the lap of a nurse or else a corpse in the hand of those who bathe it. Uh, For these are completely at the mercy of those who possess them. Likewise, the man thus loses his identity in the will of his master. Immersed in his higher self, he has no comprehension of anything save the acts of his Lord. Nor does he witness or hear or think anything else. If he seeks anything, it is this craftsmanship of the supreme creator. If he hears it, it is his voice, his with a capital H. If he comprehends, it is by the knowledge vouchsafed by him with capital H. If he is enlivened, it's only by him and his nearness, Jalla ala Thus, in the state of total absorption, he gets peace only through the grace and blessings of Allah. He detests to depend on anything save his Lord. He surrenders himself completely before the will of Allah uh, and acquires the knowledge of mysteries hidden from the senses through intuition and illumination of the heart and overflows with the gratitude uh, of the Lord for his countless blessings. Love of Humanity The love of humanity in general and the uh, affection for the Ummah in particular was typical of Shah Abdul Qadir's uh, sublimated soul and indicative of his close affinity to the successors of the Prophet In one of his sermons, he delineated the object and the mental states of different types of persons visiting a market. Coming to the last category, he perhaps describes his own feelings in these words. And there is a fifth man whose heart is filled when he enters the market with the awe and reverence of the Almighty to seek his blessings uh, for those present in the market. He becomes oblivious of everything else save this benediction for the people and he remains immersed from the time of his entry into the market uh, until the time he comes out of it in the solemn invocation of divine blessings and in uh, repenting for the sins of those who happen to be there and thus hardly gets any time to see what they are selling or buying. His heart bleeds and eye sheds a tear over the ingratitude of man while his tongue remains busy in thanking Allah uh, uh, for what he bestowed to his bondsmen. And really such people are a, a, a great mercy to the Ummah of the Prophet their presence is a great mercy to the Ummah of the Prophet This is what the Alaihi Wasallam used to do; that he spent spent his time asking Allah for forgiveness, asking Allah for forgiveness. He doesn't need the forgiveness. Allah ta'ala, it's, it's an article of faithly min wa that Allah subhanahu wa taala gave such a manifest victory because because in order to forgive you. Whatever came before from your sins and whatever comes afterward. And we know the Prophet doesn't have sins. What is uh, the meaning of sin here is um, anything that he regrets, that he could have, he did something good and could have done better. Uh, And Allah even has forgiven that. So who is he making a still far for? Uh, if, uh you know wastafa li zambika wal who is the istighfar for it's for the ummah it's for the ummah he used to cry sallallahu alaihi wasallam for this ummah he used to cry for this ummah uh and this is also indicative indicative of the prophetic state that entered the heart of shabdel qadir rahimahullah ta'ala wa qaddasallahu Said sayyidna uh, uh uh abdullah bin amr radiyallahu anhu used to sometimes go to the marketplace just to say salam to people and he was a great wali of allah ta'ala and a companion of the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and one of their great muhaddithin and fuqaha uh, what does what what, did it, what does it mean that he's going to give them salam does he need their salam or do they need his more that uh, it was a, a benediction uh, uh, upon the people and uh, the state was there uh, in uh, uh you know in al it's important to mention because we have a lot of people who have this like uh, really like hyper self-centered and individualistic um orientation in their suluk you know they want to be like a sufi warlord like i'm busy with myself and that's it you know like i'm not i don't got time for nobody else and uh um that's that's cool only when a person uh is uh has come to the resignation of the fact that um, that, uh, that their you know, personality is so caustic and so, to quote Molana Junaid Kharsani from Durban, that that person is such a human repellent that there's no possible way that they could benefit another. Uh, there's no possible way that they could benefit another. As for the rest of us, that's fine. If you wish to stay away from people because of their harm, that's understandable. Uh, and if you have other priorities that you have to work on with yourself, then that's praiseworthy. But uh, this idea that somehow good people uh, are good because of their like selfishness and not giving to other people. Uh, we know from the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that the, the, the good person who... Uh, uh, who mixes with the people and suffers uh, their harm patiently and bears their uh, harms uh, patiently? That person has a higher maqam than the person who isolates himself. And that's what the Prophet ﷺ did. He he mixed with the people and he bore their 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 harm patiently. And Rial Salihin, A person remembers the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ that a man once, uh, you know, literally y- yanked him by his um, by his shawl. And uh, so hard that it left like a rug burn mark on his neck, Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But he didn't like, you know, he didn't go off on him. He rather patiently bore, uh, you know, that ill treatment. Um, And this is with the believers. This is with the believers, uh, much less what he bore patiently with his people, with the Quraysh. And when he had a chance to to, uh, take revenge and, uh, uh, you know, settle old accounts, Uh, It didn't even like it seems like it didn't even cross his mind. It wasn't even what he wanted to do in the first place. Like that wasn't it was never his goal. Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala give him a high rank rather he always made dua for his people that Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive them because they don't know Allah bring from their progeny a believing people etc etc so if that's what you know he reserved for the kuffar and that's what he you know then think about how much more you know his love for the ummah was and this is one of the things that I I have to say it, it, after traveling in the muslim world I realized this this is a a defect in, uh, in the, the Islam of, of, of many people is that uh, the love of the ummah is an act of piety. It's not that we hate non-Muslims. We don't hate, we don't hate anyone from God's creation. You know, um, even even uh, Iblis, you know, if you have, you know, we know from the Nas of the Quran, he's going to the hellfire, but uh, we would wish that he would do a little bit less bad so he doesn't sink himself just as, you know, there's always something good you can say about someone, no matter how bleak their situation is. Um, but, uh, you know, so we don't wish ill to anybody, but uh, at the same time, you know, the love of the ummah, the, the ta'zeem of the ummah, the veneration of the ummah, the mercy you have for the ummah, the care and concern you have for the ummah. This is because it only comes in a heart because of a person's love of Allah and veneration of Allah, and love of La ilaha illallah, and veneration of La ilaha illallah, and considering it better than the alternative, and the veneration of the Prophet and consider, considering him better than the rest of the creation, and the veneration of the Quran and considering it better than any other book, and the veneration of the deen and considering it better than. Than uh, a- any other way of life, that a person would have uh, this this attitude toward the ummah, ala al that they are they are severe and harsh uh, with the uh, the hostile people of non-belief uh, and ruhamah bainahum and they're, they're uh, you know they're they're merciful between them um, they show their dignity and they 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 they, they uh, you know keep their back straight and their chin up uh, in front of the kufar and they uh, lower their wing in humility in front of thee, in front of the believer why? Because because this is a person Allah gave them, La ilaha illallah, which means Allah loves something about them. And if Allah loves something about somebody, it's also incumbent ab- upon the one who loves Allah that that person loves that. Even though it's sometimes hard to detect what exactly it is that Allah loves in the person, but He doesn't give la ilaha illallah to someone He hates. He gives money to people He hates. He gives power to people He hates. He gives you know physical good looks to people He hates. But He never gives la ilaha illallah to someone He hates. And only a true lover of Allah Taala and a true person who knows you know what the the the, the value of la ilaha illallah will understand is will understand this. Allah Taala make us all. Amongst those people who love the Ummah of the Prophet May Allah Ta'ala Make us amongst those who serve the Ummah of the Prophet وسلم, And inculcate these Beautiful uh, characteristics And traits of the awliya Of Shah Abdul Qadir and all of those uh, From the time of the uh, Prophet وسلم, And his companions or the To this time that uh, carry this, this secret inside of their heart may it rub off on us as well and may it enter into our hearts as well and Allah have mercy on our mashayikh and ulama and our scholars the living amongst them and the departed Allahumma <laughs> la tahrimna ajrahum la taftinna ba'dahu wa salli wa sallim baraka ala Muhammad wa ala wa wa sahbihi ajma'in subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala alhamdulillah rabbil alamin wa assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh